Ah, and we are live. Welcome back to Takes by Fans. We are, oh my goodness, I'm, <clears throat> all right, here we go. Let's try that again. That was all screwed up. All right. Ah, we are live. Welcome back to Takes by Fans. We have a great show for you today, as always. We are live every single day at noon Eastern at twitch.tv slash Takes by Fans. If you want to watch but not live, head over to our YouTube channel, Takes by Fans. Uh, we post all of our shows and clips of the show there on a daily basis. And then if you just want to listen, we are on podcasting apps, Spotify, Our Radio, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. So however you want to watch or listen, we've got you covered multiple ways. Alrighty, folks, today is the day. It is week 17 in the NFL. We've got how many teams? We've got like five in the AFC, two, three, like three other teams in the NFC all having a chance. So what is that? Like eight or nine total teams all having a chance to get in the playoffs today. So if you're rooting for one of those teams, if you know one of those nine teams are your team, you know, I feel y'all. I feel y'all. The Dolphins play tonight, winning in, and, uh, you know, I'm feeling it. So we're coming at you a little earlier today, you know, an hour earlier. Get us all ready. We're going to be probably out of here at noon. Um, so everybody has, you know, enough time to get whatever they have to do, the traditions, if you're lighting candles, if you're saying curses or prayers, or if you're, you know, voodooing some magic to make your team win, you know, I feel y'all. I'm with that. So we'll be here. A little earlier today, starting at 11 instead of 12, so we can get all those rituals in for you know a wild week 17. Uh, so today we're just gonna give us you know uh, give you guys our final thoughts on all the games that are happening today, and yeah, think about maybe some last second best bets. Now that we know kind of you know all right these these all these players are actually playing. All right, all these players are actually resting and they're not playing. Now that we know all that, we should be able to find maybe some good good or even better value of what we thought the lines were on Thursday and Friday, and now here today, uh, you know, two hours before kickoff. So. With all that being said, let's get right into our stories today, and we have to talk about COVID, because this week, COVID has been kind of crazy, which is not a good sign, because we have playoffs coming next week, and if if players are sitting out of COVID in the playoffs, that's going to be uh, so, so unfortunate, and it's just going to give you know teams, players, uh, people, fans, excuses, of, oh, we lost last year because you know we didn't have our running back because of COVID, blah, 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 so I have to listen to all that in the offseason like we have... Uh, like we've had to had to listen to the Saints these past two seasons in the offseason, you know, change the rules and all of that. So uh, Cleveland, they put uh, Kevin Johnson on the COVID list yesterday, but they have no positives today. So the game is still going to be played. They are missing a few players there in Cleveland. Hopefully it doesn't affect them too much. They're playing the Steelers who are resting, you know, about five big names, two on the offensive side, and I believe three on the defensive side. So Browns. Going to be without a couple of people here today because of COVID. Uh, we just said uh, the slot cornerback, Kevin Johnson, is uh, out because he tested yesterday positive. Alrighty, here we go. Bills, they have a Tyler Croft tight end for them. He has COVID, so he's not playing today against the Dolphins. Thank God we needed something. We needed one Bill to sit out this week for something. We were hoping it was Josh Allen because he's playing very well. But uh, it is going to have to be Tyler Croft with the COVID-19, unfortunate for him. 
Alrighty, and probably the worst COVID news of all season, Tony Romo. No, Tony Romo. He's not calling the Cardinals-Rams game today because of COVID-19. He has to sit out, which is truly unfortunate because this man, he's the best sports broadcaster there is, and I don't want to hear. I don't really know if it's up for debate. Debate or debate. Um, Tony Romo is probably number one, and Joe Buck is probably number two. He's got some great calls, too. So it's definitely going to be unfortunate. Jim Nance not going to have, you know, his sidekick. And you know who he's replaced by? Boomer Esiason. Yeah, so we have to listen to Boomer Esiason with uh, Jim Nance to call a fantastic game here. Cardinals versus Rams for a playoff spot. I'm hating it already. I'm not looking forward to it. Boomer Esiason, that's the best. That was your backup, Boomer. I hate it. Um, all right. Bengals here, they downgraded cornerback McKenzie Alexander uh, to out against the Ravens here today because of an illness. Uh, we don't know what that is, but, you know, he's not playing. So we kind of liked the Bengals a little bit. They were getting, I think they were getting 12 and a half or 13 points. We'll see how the spread has, you know, affected because we've seen a couple of defensive players for the Bengals not go this week, not because of COVID, just because, you know, of other circumstances, end of the season. So I still may like the Bengals a little bit. I was kind of keying in on their defense. I don't know if their offense is going to have as much success as it did last week, but I really thought the, the defense of this Bengals team would be able to hold the Ravens a little bit. That's why we like them plus 13. But now that we're hearing a couple of, you know, key defensive players out, I may not like that spread anymore. So we'll have to double check it um, right after these stories. Alrighty, and this I, I'm telling y'all, the Rams, they're going to win 100%. Take the three points. It started at three and a half. We locked it in at that. It's coming down. We'll see where it is now today, um, you know, two hours before kickoff because we've got this news. Cardinals are not optimistic that Larry Fitzgerald is going to go, so he's probably going to be out. So not only are they losing Larry Fitzgerald, but they got Christian Kirk out. So two huge wide receivers for the Cardinals, and we know they struggle scoring the ball offensively when they go to somebody else besides besides DeAndre Hopkins, so now you lose your number two option, your number three option, and now the Rams defense is just going to key in on DeAndre Hopkins even more because they're like, all right, you can only go, you can only score when you go to your number one. Now what's going to happen when you have to go to your number four and five wide receiver? So the Cardinals, their offense is really going to be atrocious this week. Uh, this Rams defense is going to keep it up, keep up the pressure, and uh, John Walford, who we were kind of big on this week, he's going to get it done for the Rams here. Big news for the Cardinals. A lot of key players being out on the offensive side of the ball, which we know they struggle on. Alrighty, this is ba this is actually you know is the game the game's gonna rest on this man being in or out. Rams running back Cam Akers, he's a game time decision for the Cardinals. If they don't have Cam Akers, they're going to have no running game because Henderson he's already out. Who was kind of you know. They, they, the Rams do kind of split carries between Akers and Henderson. So Henderson's already out. If you have Cam Akers out, they're going to have no running game. So it's even going to make it worse for John Walford. And, you know, this is like the worst luck for the Rams and the Cardinals. Must win game. And they've just got no pieces left on this, their roster. Rams are, you know, missing Jared Goff and uh, Cooper Cup and the and uh, Henderson and possibly Cam Akers. And the, the Cardinals, they're missing like all their wide receivers. And they have a banged up Kyler Murray. So this is really going to be a battle. Who's the deeper team? You know, this is where coaching is all going to matter. Do we trust Cliff Kingsbury or do we trust um, the Rams head coach Sean McVay? Which one do we trust? Because coaching is going to be the most important thing with all of these key players out for both squads. 
Alrighty, now let's go into some coaching news. Doug Peterson is expected to return as head coach as the Eagles in 2021, and we agree with this. Um, we don't think Doug, Doug Peterson is the problem in Philadelphia. It's just unfortunate. Carson Wentz had a really, really bad season. It's like double-digit interceptions. I think he clocked out at like 16 maybe. So you're not going to win when you're turning the ball over that much. Um, Doug Peterson, he kept the team, you know, fighting I mean they still have or well they still had a chance uh going into last week to still win the NFCE so keeping them in contention yeah they didn't have a great year you know in the record column but Doug Peterson was really trying to do all he think all, all he can and making the switch to Jalen Hurts I think you know kind of proved that this man is doing what's best for the team and not just you know going down with Carson Wentz so I really don't think there's any kind of coach controversy here in Philadelphia and Doug Peterson should be good to go in 2021. Alrighty, more coaching news. The Jaguars, they're most likely going to uh, fire Doug Monroe after next week. And uh, they're saying that Urban Meyer is a top target to get. So how is Urban Meyer going to transition from college to the NFL if he can be able to do that? Uh, so that'll be interesting. And this is why you don't tank, folks. You don't tank because you may not be part of the, the rebuild. Like Doug Monroe is right now. He tanked for Trevor Lawrence, and now he's not going to reap the benefits of getting to work with Trevor Lawrence. And then the same thing here with the Jets. The Jets are expected to part ways with Adam Goach following this game today. So if they're a 1 o'clock game, he's out of the building at 4.30, folks, which is truly unfortunate for him. We know he can't coach, and he shouldn't get another head coaching job ever but um you know you don't want to see anybody lose their job and this is why once again you don't tank because you're not going to reap the benefits of getting that high draft pick and in the rebuild so adam gase out doug monroe out not, not looking good for the teams that are tanking and we got this little quote here by Xavier howard the biggest difference between adam gase because Xavier howard was there under adam gase and brian flores the new head coach for the dolphins and Xavier howard just flatly puts it discipline and that's a hundred percent true because we know the jets are absolutely trash and you know they give up the big plays at the end of the game there's no discipline there whereas you know we're winning games you know brian fitzpatrick throwing the ball and beating the raiders you know winning at the last second where the Jets, you know, give up that Hail Mary against the Raiders and they lose last second. That's discipline. That's coaching. And Xavier Howard agrees. Um, all right, we'll finish here with the last two stories. And, you know, kind of going back to Tony Romo and the broadcasting situation, Drew Brees, he's going to probably retire at the end of the season, which is truly unfortunate because this man is potentially the GOAT, and he, he's got to get another ring. So I'm really hoping that the Saints can kind of win the Super Bowl this season because I want to see Drew Brees with two, two rings, and you can make the argument for him being the best quarterback of all time given all of his stats and two rings. That will definitely help his resume. So it's unfortunate that Drew Brees is probably going to retire but he did sign a broadcasting deal with NBC in April if he did decide to retire. So we're going to get Drew Brees, you know, in the broadcast booth. Now, is he going to be as good as Tony Romo? Probably not because I, did, I didn't think Tony Romo was going to be good, but, you know, he really surprised me. And now I have to watch every game he's broadcasting because he makes it so much more enjoyable, so much more fun to watch. And it's not so, you know, oh, stat, 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 stat. It's like nice insight. It's playful banter with Jim Nance, and it just makes it so much more entertaining. Now, I don't know if Drew Brees is going to be able to do it as good as Tony Romo, but I know that Drew Brees will be better than this next guy that we're talking about who's also possibly going into broadcasting, Philip Rivers. TV networks are targeting Philip Rivers as the next Tony Romo. Please, no. I hear this man mic'd up, and I want to 
not to listen to it. I wouldn't go. I'm not going to go grab too much more graphic than that. But I don't want to listen to this man. I don't like when he talks anyway. I don't like him as a player. I like Tony Romo as a player. And, you know, maybe that's why I kind of like him as a broadcaster. But Philip Rivers, oh, goodness. He's going to be worse than Drew Brees. And Drew Brees is going to be worse than Tony Romo. So figure out that logic. Um, I don't want to hear them. I don't. I do not want to hear him. Hopefully, he doesn't go anywhere. CBS is already wrapped up with Tony Robo. NBC is already wrapped up with uh, Drew Brees, so he would get Fox. Fox is going to go out and get Philip Rivers. I hope not. All right. Alrighty, those are all the stories that we did need to get into very quickly. So let's uh, refresh the lines here. We're going to go talk through all of our games here that we've got today kind of go off go over the playoff scenarios the lines have they changed any and yeah give our final thoughts and opinions so here we go the first game Ravens Bengals and it's going to be Bengals plus 13 and it's tough I do kind of like it still yes you know some of these defensive players are going to be out but you know this is a division game Bengals are at home Ravens they need this to kind of have a chance at the playoffs if they lose they can lose they can lose out of the playoffs because the Colts are you know they're going to win the Colts will win that's 100% guaranteed they're not going to lose to the Jags who are actively tanking and literally are sitting all of their starters. So the Colts are 100% going to win. So now that just leaves, you know, an open spot if a team decides to lose between Baltimore, Tennessee Titans, Cleveland Browns, and the Dolphins. So Colts are going to win, forcing the Ravens to have to win this game. So... Bengals, Bengals know that they would love to kick a division rival out of the playoffs. And, um, you know, the Bengals could do it here. So... um Bengals plus 13. I think I like it. I think I like it. I think they keep the game close defensively. I do think the Ravens win, and they probably win by like 7 to 10. But I am going to kind of count on uh, the defense holding and really not breaking a little bit and covering the 13. Now let's see what we get in our kind of favorite prop bet points by a team in the first half. Bengals over 7.5 and, and Ravens over 15.5. So we don't like the Ravens over 15.5. We never take anything over 13.5. And, and Bengals plus 7.5. Yes, touchdown, field goal, just two scores basically. We can definitely get behind that. The way the offense played last week was fantastic. Now, I don't think they're going to be able to play as good as they did last week because this Ravens defense is better than um, the Texans defense because the Texans defense is really atrocious. Um, so, yes, they probably don't put up 34 points, but I could see this team putting up, you know, a solid 21 points, you know, 10 each quarter, 10 each half, definitely. So we are going to endorse Bengals over seven and a half here. They're still building that winning culture. Do not think that this team is just going to give out, come out and give up right off the rip. They have a chance to keep a team out of the playoffs. They're at home. Last chance to win, to end on like a three-game winning streak. That would be absolutely huge for the morale and the locker room and the head coach. So we like the Bengals plus 13, and we like them over seven and a half points in the first half. Alrighty, then we go to Dolphins and Bills, and it kills me to say this. It truly does, folks, but I got to give it to the Bills here for the win. Plus one, minus one. Um, you know, they're going to be starting all of their starters most likely because they can still claim the number two spot. They are currently at the number two spot. They can lose it if they lose and the Steelers win. Steelers are not playing Big Ben in like four key starters, but they're going to get Mason Rudolph and all of their wide receivers. So, um, and I really think Mason Rudolph can make the game competitive, but let's go back to here. Bill's Dolphins. Dolphins have the number one defense in the league, and you could potentially say that Buffalo has the number one offense in the league. They have the leading receiver in Stephon Diggs with 1,400 yards. They've got Josh Allen who's slinging the ball. I think he's got 30 plus touchdowns. Don't quote me on that. 
I'm going to say that, though. I think he's got 30-plus touchdowns. So this Bills offense is rocking. It's going to be crazy out. It's going to be cold. I think it, the, it's like 32, and I think it's snowing right now. I think I'm looking out my window. I think that snow could be rain, but, you know, I am close to the Buffalo area. So it's going to be, you know, a kind of a crappy day. How were the Dolphins going to be able to play in that? How is Tua going to be able to play in that? He's used to dome at Alabama. He's used to nice Florida weather in Miami. He's not used to the cold and the snow. The man's from Hawaii, folks. I don't even think it snows there ever. So, um, I, I have to say the Bills win it, and it's going to absolutely destroy me seeing the Dolphins not make the playoffs, going from the fifth seed in Week 17 to out out uh it's next week it's truly gonna crush me but we'll still be here on monday powering through um all right let's see what we get here points by team in the first half dolphins over 10 and a half and bills over bills they don't even give a score for the bills because they don't know the, now this is why we may like the dolphins here because vegas is saying yeah we're not really kind of sure how the bills are going to play this one they could you know play all their starters for one drive and then just kind of all right let's be done so and they just took off did they just take this off no they just moved it so dolphins are over nine and a half points in the first half did that just move i feel like that just moved over nine and a half so now it's under the 10 was it Oh my, I couldn't even remember like three seconds ago. How unfortunate. So, but anyway, Dolphins over nine and a half. I kind of like it. I think the defense will pick off Josh Allen at least once. I know Josh Allen is very good, but he is still kind of prone to making some mistakes. Um, so, and this Dolphins team can force a turnover just like that whenever they want to, really. So, they probably get one turnover here, maybe early in the first quarter. Josh Allen, you know, kind of really cleans it up and gets better as the game progresses. So, Dolphins over 9.5 in the first half. We're going to endorse that as well. Bengals over 7.5 points in the first half. Dolphins over 9.5 points, points in the first half. Uh, we, we'll take all those. Take both of those. Wow, and it's come down to a pick em now. So, we just said, you know, Dolphins minus 1, Bills plus 1. Now, it's officially a pick em. Let's go back to Twitter here and see if anything broke recently. Why a huge one-point swing? Just kind of like that. Um... Let's see. Do we get any information of Bills doing anything? Um, all right, here we go. Cam Newton and the Patriots are expected to part ways this offseason. Yeah, we kind of agree with that. We kind of saw that coming. He, he was on a one-year deal anyway, and he led his team to you know five passing touchdowns. He, of course, he's not going to be there next year. He probably won't be on a team next year, unfortunately. Um, all right, let's... Um yeah, I'm not seeing anything for this Bills-Dolphins game. Interesting. So just betting. Just people are betting it crazy right now. Um, so the line is officially a pick em now. Let's go back here. And we got to go the Bills still, unfortunately. It's unfortunate. But that offense, Josh Allen, what he's doing, he's literally picking apart defenses, folks. I, I don't think I've seen anything like it. The transformation, I can't get over it. So Bills at home, they get the win. All right, now let's go to Steelers and Browns, and I think I love the Steelers plus 10, folks. Yes, Big Ben is out, and yes, Cam Hayward is out, and yes, TJ Watt is out, and yes, you know, their center, Marquise Pouncey is out. I get all that, but the receivers are still playing. They got Mason Rudolph, who's kind of a younger version of Big Ben. He can sling the ball, so I don't think their offense is going to sputter too much. Will their defense sputter? Not too much. Yeah, they're kind of missing the front line, but they still got DBs and corners that are good. 
good. And, you know, must-win game for the Browns. Division game. Steelers can still get the number two seed. I think this game is a lot more competitive than people think. And I love the Steelers plus 10. I'm going to say this is the best bet of the week, folks. Steelers plus 10, even given all their outs and inactives today. I still like it. Steelers will be competitive. They probably still lose the game, but we get 10 points. I'll take it. Browns, we can't trust Baker Mayfield in the big game last week against the Jets defense. And I'm saying that the Steelers' second string on defense is better than the first string of the Jets defense. Baker is still fumbling the ball, turning it over, making games that, you know, seemed like blowouts a little bit more competitive because he's turning the ball over in the fourth quarter. So love the Steelers plus 10 here. I really think this is kind of an overreaction by Vegas a little bit. Even with all the outs, I still think the Steelers pull it together. They still kind of want to keep that cohesiveness and how well they played in the second half of that Colts game. They still want to kind of keep that intact going into round one because they don't get a first round bye. I'll take the Steelers uh, plus 10. And look at this, over 7.5 points in the first half. Once again, I love this as well. I think we're getting great value here. Touchdown, field goal, bingo. They can do that. Baker Mayfield's turning it over, so possible turnover in the first half as well. Browns over 13 and a half. That one's not bad as well if you think, you know, if you kind of are going with the scenario that the Steelers are not going to be good. If you believe that, then definitely take the Browns over 13 and a half. But I really think the Steelers will still be competitive here. So we'll stay away from that. But if you think the Steelers are not going to be competitive, Browns over 13 and a half is a good play for that. <clears throat> Um, all right, let's keep moving on here. Cowboys, Giants, and oh boy, this is a good one. Can't wait to watch this one as well. Want to see how the Giants respond. I would love to see the Giants get in the playoffs. I either want Giants or Washington. I don't want the Cowboys anywhere near the playoffs. So we'd love to see the Giants uh, win it here. Um, this Giants defense has been pretty good all season. This Cowboys offense just got hot last week. So I'm going to trust the Giants defense that's been solid all year. Uh, you know, still a chance at the playoffs. We'll see, you know, how kind of Joe Judge handles that situation, uh, head coach for the Giants. Uh, Daniel Jones, he hasn't been great the last two weeks, but he's been injured. How healthy is he? He really needs to be 100% or, you know, he doesn't not look good at all. He needs to be mobile. He is a good kind of dual threat quarterback. And Jason Garrett is starting to kind of implement, implement you know, his running game a little bit more into the offense. So we do like the Giants here. You get plus one and a half. Very tough still. Let's see what we get here by points by team in the first half. Giants over 10 and a half and or Cowboys over 10 and a half and Giants over nothing. They don't No, I was right. Giants over 10 and a half, Cowboys over 10 and a half. They're both over 10 and a half. So, very tight here. I'm going to say stay away from both of these. I think this is kind of a lower scoring game. Very, you know, more of a dog fight. I don't think the Cowboys offense is going to be as, as explosive as it was last week. They were facing an Eagles defense which, which we kind of bailed off on and they were at home. On the road, must win game. Mike McCarthy coaching them. I don't think the offense is going to respond to that. So, I think I like the Giants here. If Daniel Jones is playing good, the Giants should win this game because the defense should take care of the Cowboys' offense kind of no problem. Um, tough, though. Tough, though. We're going to officially stay away from this game. We're not going to pick a winner. I don't think it's one of our picks. It is uh, not one of our picks. Correct. Um, let's get those picks up now that we're saying it. Um, actually, I don't think I put them on a website, on the website, so that is on me, definitely. But um, we got them right here. We got them right here. We'll try to put this on the website before uh, 
at the end of the show. Um, but um, our official picks are still Packers minus five, Rams plus three and a half, and Washington minus two and a half. Then um, in our 99 percent, we've got Bucks minus seven, Bengals plus 13 and a half, and Steelers plus nine and a half. So let's uh, kind of go back to these picks. Um, we still like the Bengals. We locked that in at plus 13. We are still endorsing that Bengals plus 13 bet. And then the Steelers over nine and a half, we kind of get better value here at 10. So we'll take that as well. We still like the Steelers plus the points here. So we're still liking our bets even you know come week uh, you know uh, Sunday hour and a half out uh, even all that information all the inactives actives we still like Bengals plus 13 and Steelers plus nine and a half um, so back to this Cowboys Giants game we're gonna stay away from from it officially I think the Giants win it um, plus one and a half no real good value there it's basically basically just picking the winner so stay away from the game Alrighty, Falcons and Bucks, and this is one of our picks. Bucks minus seven, and it's still Bucks minus seven, and I still like it. Um, Bucks treating it like a must-win game, love that. And the Falcons, you know, no Julio Jones, which is probably a benefit because they play better offensively than that. But like I said, you know, this week the Falcons that was a gut wrench loss against the Chiefs last week when you know they were competitive all game, and then they missed a kick. So I really think the spirit is out in Atlanta. They've got you know an interim head coach, you know. Nobody's really playing for anything there, so think the Bucks really roll them. Bucks at home, last chance to get everything out out to get everything out there. Uh, you know, iron out all the wrinkles and all the mistakes that they've been doing the entire season, and get ready for their first round of the playoffs because they don't have a bye. Alrighty, so the prop bet points by team in the first half. Falcons over nine and a half. Not gonna buy that. I really think this Bucks defense really shuts. I don't think Atlanta's offense is gonna kind of be wanting to go out there and play. I mean, we see you know struggles by Matt Ryan all season long. I don't think you know week seventeen is his week to really step it up here. So. Um, you know, even last week when, you know, they only scored 14 points, it wasn't like uh, that man was slinging it around. He still has trouble moving the ball on most drives. So we're going to stay away from Falcons over nine and a half. And we're definitely going to stay away from Bucks over 14 and a half. Cause y'all know the rule, nothing over 13 and a half. Cause now we're talking about having to score touchdowns in three possessions. It's too walk too wonky for me. Um, all right, let's uh, keep going here. The next game up, we've got Vikings and Lions, and another great game to stay away from. I still don't know if Matt Stafford's playing, and we, you know we're an hour and a half out, so still definitely gonna stay away from it. No Delvin Cook for the Vikings. You know the defense of the Vikings. Mike Zimmer just called it the worst defense he's ever seen. The Lions team, you know they've got an interim head coach. They got absolutely routed by the Bucks last week because of the coach shuffle. Two bad teams. Week 17, nothing to play for. Stay. Oh, I'm not even gonna look at points by team in the first half because I don't care. I don't care. I'm not touching this game. I'm not touching this game. If you gave me Lions plus 10, Vikings plus 10, Vikings plus 14, Lions plus 20, I don't care. I'm staying away heavy from this game. Not even going to talk about it anymore. Alrighty, now we go to Jets and Patriots in another game that you probably should stay away from. Jets, I mean Adam Gase. I think Adam Gase thought he was going to be the coach next year, honestly. You don't tank that confidently. And just be that confident overall that, um, you know, 
if you didn't think that he was going to be there next year. So I think this kind of story is catching Adam Gase by surprise a little bit that he's not going to be there next year. Um, so, you know, does he kind of just say F the team and not show up like he has done all season? Um, or does he just kind of play to maybe try and save his job and maybe look better for, you know, his next job if he gets one? That would be, a you know, an insane decision to hire this man as a head coach again. But, you know, we, we know teams are kind of insane sometimes. So Jets, nothing to play for. Patriots, Cam Newton's last last game is he gonna go slinging around probably not he's had multiple chances you know to finally step up and he hasn't I don't think it's here week 17 he's already out in New England they've already kind of mutually agreed to part ways it was a one-year deal anyway he knew he wasn't gonna be the starter here for long if he didn't you know have a winning record and make the playoffs so stay away heavy from this game kind of like Vikings and uh, Lions you're getting no great value we're not gonna even look at points by team in the first half because of all the wonkiness to teams two bad teams with nothing to play for oh and i love to see this already folks packers bears packers are going to absolutely murder the bears do you hear me this is probably the best bet this will be my best bet of the week here it is best bet of the week packers minus four and a half folks this bears team is absolutely not good because they have an absolute not good quarterback yes their weapons are decent and yes the bears defense is defense decent but they have mitch trubisky it was a close game against jacksonville against Jacksonville and he still threw an interception in the red zone what more do y'all need to see this man is not beating the good teams he's beating the worst teams there are he barely beat the Vikings and we saw what Drew Brees did to that defense or Alvin Kamara I should say because the Vikings defense can't stop any run so yes the Bears have success because they have a good running game the Saints had a good running game that's why they absolutely obliterated the Vikings as well this is not Mitch Trubisky doing anything I can guarantee it um Packers, they want to clinch that number one seed. They can still lose it, so they want to clinch it with here uh, with the win here. They can knock the Bears out of the playoffs. They would love nothing more than that. It's Aaron Rodgers who just had an absolutely fantastic game. It was snowing in Lambeau, and the man still threw, what, four touchdowns? Absolutely fantastic. So love the Packers here. Love the minus four and a half. I would honestly take this. Let's see what we can buy this one all the way up to. I would take it all the way up to Packers minus 13 and a half, honestly. Let's see what we get here. Game lines. See if it's great value. If we can make a lot of money off of that. So let's do this. Packers minus 13 and a half. So you get it under the two touchdown hook, the 14 hook. So this is plus 310. Holy cow. You put 500 on this. You're walking away with $2,050. You are w profiting $1,500, folks. $1,504. one. $1,505. $1,505. That's what you're profiting, folks. I mean, take this. Take Packers. Money. This is going to be a blowout. This game will not be close. From Right from the first quarter, the Packers will go up 14-0. Bears can't do anything. Mitch Trubisky sinks, and he's officially out for next year. I mean, it's a done deal. The The history is written for the Bears, and we've seen it you know, every single season. This is not Mitch Trubisky being good. This is Mitch Trubisky being not good and trash and garbage and shouldn't be a starter. So we're officially done with Mitch Trubisky. It's if you take the Bears plus four and a half, that's a sucker bet. I'll say it right now. Sucker bet if you're taking the points here with the Bears. I don't care that it's a must-win game for them to get into the playoffs. You think that's going to make Mitch Trubisky play better? Because I just saw him play last week, and he didn't look good. And that was against a team that was actively tanking. Packers minus four and a half. Packers minus 13 and a half. It's all the same. They win by at least 20. So take it all the way up to 19 and a half if you want. What's the most that we can bet this up to?
Let's see that. Let's see the maximum potential here. Packers minus 17. I would take that. Let's take that. We'll go Packers minus 17 instead of 13 and a half. Packers minus 17. It's the most you can buy it up to. It's plus 510. Fantastic. 500 on that. And you're walking away with 3,000. You're profiting 2,500 bucks. Folks, Packers minus 17. That's the play this week. That's how you make a lot of money. Bet your stimulus check on that. Y'all got that already? 600. 600 makes you $3,000 richer and you still have the 600 to play around with. So, folks, 3600 bucks for a 600 bet on Packers minus 17. Love it. <laughs> Love it. All right, let's keep moving on here. All right, Titans and Texans. Titans minus seven, Texans plus seven. Um, I think the Titans win, but Deshaun Watson has been keeping games close. It's just he kind of fumbles in the fourth quarter. He just turns it over in the fourth quarter, so they lose. Uh, but I don't think that that's going to be the Texans team that we're going to get this week. Uh, Texans are already looking for a vacation. You know, interim head coach, no no accountability. Their wide receivers won't step up, I'll tell you that. Deshaun Watson may play good because, you know, he's good. Um, but the defense is trash. They've been losing pieces this week. Titans, they kind of need to win to stay, you know, the division leader, get a home playoff game, all that. They just got absolutely embarrassed last week against the Packers. So I think the Titans definitely play better here. Um, and they definitely win, but we're going to stay away from picking this game because I don't know the Texans team that we're going to get. I think we're going to get the bad Texans team, but um, I just don't know how Deshaun Watson's going to play. So I advise you to stay away from it. The seven's a lot. They Titans probably win by seven. I don't know if they win by more than that. So it's probably a push if you take, you know, any of these spreads, whether it's the plus or the minus. It'll probably come out as a push. So. That's why I stay away from it. I don't think you're getting any really great value here by taking Titans minus seven. I would definitely stay away from Texans minus seven because I think the Titans have a lot more upside right now at this moment than the Texans do. So if you're going to take this game, I recommend Texans minus or Titans minus seven, and I definitely don't re recommend taking the points here with the Texans plus seven. I definitely uh, highly recommend staying away from that. Um, let's see if we get anything good here. Points by team in the first half. Texans over 10.5. Titans over 16.5. Once again, don't like any of these. Um, yeah, so I, I'm just staying away from this game. It's a little too close for me to call with the spread. With the spread. Um, all right, let's keep moving on here. Jags, Colts, Colts minus 15. Yes, that's fine. They probably win by 20. Uh, but you're getting no good value here by taking them minus 15. They win the game. They probably win big. But how much are the Jaguars going to kind of put out an effort? And how many times does Phillip Rivers make careless mistakes? You know, we don't know that. So um, stay away from this game. You're getting no good value. There's no good value in taking Jags plus 15 or Colts minus 15. There's no good value there. That's too many points to swallow. Um, uh, for the Colts on how they play. Yes, the Jags are tanking, but it's still, it's Phillip Rivers. So don't think you're getting any good value there. Stay away from it. Now we go with Seattle and the 49ers. And, you know, 49ers plus seven is not a terrible play. Uh, but the 49ers offense was only good because of the running game last week. Uh, C.J. Beathard, he hasn't been playing for a reason. Um, there was kind of a quarterback duel a little bit between Nick Mullins and C.J. Beathard. But, you know, at the end of the day, they went back to Nick Mullins. So that's not a great sign that C.J. Beathard is kind of a good quarterback. The running game out through the passing game kind of crazy. Um, yes, C.J. Beathard had, you know, three passing touchdowns. But 
but you know the running back really got him into all those situations so not really sure we can trust the 49ers offense the 49ers defense played pretty good last week you know held the Cardinals at 12 points that's pretty decent um Seahawks still kind of fighting for that potential number one seed um I don't think they've already got the division wrapped up but you know they can still get a you know home field throughout the playoffs and a first round bye so I think the Seahawks you know play out you know go out and try to win this game the defense of Seattle's really been shoring up these last three four weeks so look for that to really kill and crush the 49ers um, offense but how well is the Seahawks offense going to play hasn't played that great these last couple weeks yeah finally got online in the second half of the Rams game but is that enough for us to really kind of fully commit to Seahawks minus seven I don't know. So once again, I think we stay away from this game. Division game, probably closer than a lot of people expect it to be. 49ers can play a little bit of spoilers a little bit. Hey, no first seed for y'all because we beat you. You know, it could be as simple as that. So Seahawks minus seven. It's a decent play. 49ers plus seven is a decent play. It's really going to depend on how you think this game's going to go. Do you think Seattle's offense is going to be good? Is going to be consistent? Then I would definitely take, you know, Seattle minus seven. But if you, if you think, you know, the Seahawks offense is still going to struggle on the road here and the 49ers defense, you're really just going to hold them. I would take the 49ers plus seven. I don't think the 49ers offense is really going to do that much. But if you don't think Seattle's offense is going to play good, this is going to be kind of a close game maybe 24 21 24 17 that seven points is probably going to be valuable here so however you decide how this game's going to play out i think really kind of affects how you bet the line which is that kind of easy to say yeah but we're saying it all right, here we go. 49ers over to nine and a half points in the first half. Going to stay away from that. I'm not trusting CJ Beathard and I'm not trusting the running back to have a, a game like he did last week. And then Seattle is over 13 and a half. Once again, right on that last hook. We'll never take anything over 13 and a half. And we'll stay away from it uh, here at 13 and a half. No good value. We're looking at the value this week. Steelers plus 10, great value. And I really think Bengals plus 13 is great value too. So looking for the value here. No value there in Seahawks 49ers. All right, now we go to Saints and Panthers in this one. No Alvin Kamara. Drew Brees is banged up. Did you see how Drew Brees played last week? Not the best. Um, so Carolina, they're going to have no running game either. No Mike Davis. Obviously, no Christian McCaffrey. So it's going to be all on Teddy Bridgewater. Now, he can definitely get it done. Um, you know, Panthers can really win this game. They truly can. I don't love the Saints defense. I do like it. They have good pieces. They have a lot of players that I like individually. But they get... They get so many calls. They get so many pass interference calls, holding calls, and it really just destroys the team because of that. So they've got good players, but they commit a lot of penalties. Panthers at home, they play really sound football. Um, they may play one of the soundest football games I've ever seen, just picking up third downs, not committing a lot of penalties, decent on defense. I mean, it's truly you know a very well-rounded team in my opinion. So Panthers plus five here. It's not a bad play either. Um, I'm going to stay away from it just because I don't know how Drew Brees is going to play. I really hope he doesn't play. I really wish, really, I should say. I really wish Drew Brees would not play this week and Taysom Hill would play and be starting at quarterback. Uh, but we're not going to get that, unfortunately. We just said at the top of the show, this is Drew Brees' last season, and he's probably going to play every single game he can now. So... Going to stay away from it. Saints still have a chance at making that one seed as well. Um, they need a win and a Packers loss. So Saints minus five. It probably hits because of that reason. But Drew Brees did not look good last week to me. Uh, the arm did not look good. The accuracy did not look good. The timing, everything just, ugh. If they did not have Alvin Kamara rushing for six touchdowns, they would have probably lost the game. So 
Gonna stay away from this one as well. Just once again, no good value. I think I like Panthers plus five and a half better than the Saints minus five and a half. Now, I think the Saints win it, but Carolina has keep, been keeping games pretty close this season. Very impressive. All right, points by team in the first half. Panthers over 9.5, Saints over 13.5. Definitely not taking Saints over 13.5, I'll tell you right now. Panthers plus 9.5 is not a bad bet. They really kind of keep the drives going. Now, they always don't, you know, settle for, or they always don't end in touchdowns, but they do pick up, you know, first drives, keeps the clock moving, keeps the drive moving, and they definitely have, you know, great chance on really every single drive to come away with at least a field goal because they do have great third down conversion percentage. So Panthers over nine and a half, not a bad play. Um, don't think it's as good as some of the other ones that we've seen. So we'll stay away from Panthers over nine and a half, or yeah, over nine and a half. All right, let's crack out these last four games, then we'll get out of here. Cardinals, Rams, and wow, wow, dude, wow, this one's come down so much, and we were, we got Gray Valley, folks, you have to watch every day. I know it's hard to watch every day, you know, for an hour and all that, I get it, trust me, I get it, but you have to listen every day, because we got Gray Valley on Thursday, we loved Rams plus three and a half, we locked it in, Rams plus three and a half, we locked that in on Thursday, now it's Rams plus half a point. Too late. You already lost your value here. We got the three and a half hook. Fantastic for us. John Walford's going to get it done. Now, I still think the Rams win outright. So, you know, still take the Rams plus half a point. Cardinals, they're depleted offense. They, they're an eight and eight team, folks. There's nothing special about this Cardinals team. Um, they were good in the first half of the season. Not that great in the second half. They've gotten figured out. They've gotten exposed. DeAndre Hopkins is the only way they can score. Rams plus half a point. However you want to get it. We got it in at plus three and a half how great for us folks love it um woof crazy that the spreads come down three points in a matter of what four days love rams plus three and a half woof Alrighty. um chargers chiefs this one i think it's been coming down a little bit Chiefs plus five and a half. I love it. Um, yes, Patrick Mahomes is not playing, but the Chargers team, yes, they've kind of rallied off, what, three straight now, but it's all still close games, and really every single game they played this season has been close, and really every outcome could have been changed just like that. So um, Chargers, yeah, they've strung together th three straight wins, but they're on the road. Chiefs, really nothing to play for, but I still think they win the game. Plus five and a half, I'll take it. I'll take the points here. Um, the Chargers, they don't blow any teams out, even teams that they're clearly better than, either, even teams that they're clearly not better than. They don't blow any teams out. They don't play consistent football. They don't really score in the fourth quarter. They don't do that very well. Now, Anthony Lynn, I think, is doing a good job here closing out the season. He, I don't think he's on the hot seat, but you know, a loss here against the tanking Chiefs that have nothing to play for. It's not going to be a great look, but I think he really saved his job for the last three weeks winning those three games. So Chargers, they have a bright future. We'll see, you know, how they play next season. You know, I kind of think that's how we talk about the Chargers. All right, let's see how they do next season. We did that with Phillip Rivers last season. You know, they were, you know, you know, everybody said that they were just a quarterback, you know, away from being, you know, uh, playoff team and Super Bowl contenders and they had Phillip Rivers couldn't get it done now they get Joe Burrow who's very good but still can't get it done when are they finally going to get it done I don't know so Chiefs plus five and a half I still think I like it even though they are sitting players all right, points by team. Points by a team in the first half. Anything good here? Chiefs over nine and a half. I like it already. Just take that. Take that over nine and a half. That's what you will take. Um, not going to take anything with the Chargers because I don't know how they well they 
will perform, but I still think the Chiefs B squad is still going to be more competitive than, you know, a Jets team. So Chiefs plus five and a half, Chiefs over nine and a half points in the first half. Love it all. All right, Raiders, Broncos, this one's come down a little bit, losing value again. We got it at Bucks plus three, three and a half on Thursday it was, and now it's come down to Bucks plus two, or Bron Broncos, why did I say Bucks? Uh, Bucks plus three and a half, now it's Bucks plus Broncos. I said Bucks again, here it is. Broncos plus two and a half. We'll leave it at that. So Broncos plus two and a half here. Raiders, I don't know how well they're going to be, you know, prepared to play this game. They just got an absolutely embarrassing loss last week against the Dolphins. John Gruden, no chance at playoffs. How well is he going to get his team up to perform? Drew Locks looked absolutely not good this season. So, you know, his future's in the air. How is he going to play season finale? It's in Denver, definitely helping them out a little bit. So I like Denver here for the home team. We'll take them kind of uh, plus the two and a half. No great value with two and a half points, but if you locked it in at three, that's pretty good. Um, all right, points by team in the first half. Broncos over 12 and a half. Raiders over 13 and a half. Stay away from both of those. You don't know how well these offenses are going to perform. Now, Drew Locke in the first quarter for his drive is throwing interceptions. It really doesn't get going into the fourth quarter. But, you know, is that going to change because the Raiders are not playing good and Drew Locke's got nothing left to play for? Is he going to go and sling it around? So, really, I would recommend staying away from this game. Two not good teams that have nothing left to play for. It really could go either way. So, we Stay away from this one. Not any good value there. And then the last game, this one keeps going up. Holy cow. Uh, we locked this one in at Washington minus two and a half on Thursday or on Friday. And, um, you know, it's Washington minus five and a half. I think Washington wins this one outright. Eagles, they're missing, you know, their running back, Miles Sanders. So, um, uh, Jalen Hurts is going to have to do it all himself. Jalen Hurts doesn't play well in the fourth quarter. Washington's got a great defense. Their offense really gets going in the second half. We saw it against Seattle a couple weeks ago. We saw it last week against um, blanking on who they faced. Uh, but, you know, they didn't get going until the second half of that game either. So the offense gets better as the game progresses, where the Eagles offense gets worse as it progresses, as we saw last week. You know, two touchdowns on their first two drives and then really nothing for the rest of the game. So love Washington here. Um, even though the Eagles can play spoiler and all that, I still love this Washington defense really to kind of contain Jalen Hurts. I do like Jalen Hurts. I think he's the Eagles quarterback of the future. But for right now, of what we're seeing from Washington's defense, uh, he, they're making everybody not look good. So no disrespect to Jalen Hurts, but he's not going to have a good game here. Washington minus 5.5 will swallow that. We swallowed you know, minus 2.5. Once again, got to watch every single day to get the best value, folks. So we really killed it with the Washington pick. You know, three-point different spread now between Thursday, Friday, and Sunday and then you know Rams you know we locked it in at three and a half now it's Rams plus half a point you know we locked it in uh Thursday Friday so Alrighty, that is going to do it for us today. A little bit of a shorter show, a little bit of an earlier show, but you know, we've got some rituals to do. I've got some spells to cast. We need the Dolphins to pull out a win here. So, you know, I got to take the next hour to get ready for that. So, hope you guys have a great week 17. Hopefully, your team makes the playoffs. I'm really rooting for y'all out there. I want y'all team, I want your teams to make it. Um, so, we'll be back here tomorrow, noon Eastern, talking about what we just saw today from the ones, the fours, the eight, who is in the the playoffs we'll talk all of that on monday breaking everything down all right so we're out of here thanks for tuning in thanks for watching we'll back at our normal time tomorrow noon eastern